0: Well now, now all I can hear is that song I don't even know who wrote it but the
1: I wanna kiss you but your lips are venomous
2: poison We used to play that game Song Not A Song <laughs> <laughs> where, you just sing, where you sing something and it's either the line of a real song or something that you made up and everybody has to decide whether it's a song or not a song <laughs> I'm gonna go with song on that one I'm, I'm putting my trust in you Davidson Damn you got me
1: Oh, oh me oh my Omalia oh, in the sky um, I'm so excited to talk about not a this show pretty soon That's <laughs> <laughs> not a song no, You're right Not a song Not, not a song That's <laughs> <laughs> the best game It's a really good game Hey, all of our friends and neighbors for Saturday Morning Tuesdays. Hello, I'm Austin. I'm
0: Rory. And I'm Andy. Uh, full disclosure, Rory's not here. That was me doing an excellent impression.
1: Yeah, we're here on a very somber note. We have a very <laughs> what, sad, Rory somber died? note. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't have to be death to be somber, Andy. You're,
0: you're right. You're right.
1: We're just somber because our friend Rory is, has a sickness, and he, he's not here for the first time. And we're scared and alone, but we're not alone. Because we've got our wonderful good friend coming all the way from Seattle. And her name is Amalia Larson. Hello, Amalia. Hi, everyone.
0: <laughs> I, I like this, this formal start that we have. Hi, Amalia. W- welcome to the podcast.
1: I
2: understand your your somberness on this sad occasion of Rory's sickness. I'm here to help.
0: <laughs> we appreciate it's that. Wonderful. Yeah, We're so yeah. happy that you're here. Uh, I hate putting you on the spot. But maybe I don't tell. I us live about on the yourself.
2: spot. <laughs> <laughs> I live. Well, hi, my name is Amalia. I live on the spot. Ooh. Um, what uh, What would you like to know about myself?
0: Uh, what do you, What do you get up to? Uh, maybe, and maybe you know, work in that, that pitch for what you got going on with Allison, our other lovely oh. repeating guest.
2: Yeah, sure.
3: <laughs> um. Well,
2: hello uh, again. I'm Amalia. I live on the spot. Um. And uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a I am am ai do not know Seattle area performer improviser comedian um and uh my uh, my main shebang is a an improvised duo with alice and lors uh uh previous friend member. of the show Prev- yeah friend of the show <laughs> friend um of the show. uh called book club where we're basically like two like kind of basically like just like shitty you know shitty like
1: capitalists
2: <laughs> we're <laughs> capitalists that's the thing um no it's like it's like two like shitty you know, rich moms with like too much money and too much active wear and not enough self-awareness and we drink wine on stage and we get um, a book from the audience and that's what we read for that month and then we read excerpts of it and make it about ourselves. And
1: And I gotta say, it is one of the funniest shows I've seen (laughs) in recent memory. They do a fantastic job.
2: I would do it every day if they would let me.
0: (laughs) Would you say that, If those characters had children, that maybe they would be at all like Beverly Hills Teens.
2: You know, I think that they would not be dissimilar to (laughs) Beverly Hills Teens.
1: (laughs) Hey, there's a reason we're bringing up the show Beverly Hills Teens in casual conversation. Uh, And that's because our special show that we watch, because we're doing a special today, Mm -hmm. we watched three episodes of Beverly Hills Teens. We sure did. We We watched three fucking episodes of (laughs) Beverly Hills Teens. Uh,
2: This show has everything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It really does. Pizzas, Pizzas.
0: robots, pizza robots.
1: Talking surfing guitar.
2: Oh my God. Talking surfing guitar
1: double oh, yeah. surfing yeah. um <laughs> we will we will oh, get to man. all of these things so and more much. very now, soon much.
0: but okay so so we really are we are doing a special it's very exciting uh i feel bad that rory's not here because he was part of the whole i mean we always have conversations between the three of us about what we want to do specials on and we pretty much only do them for things we're excited about and sure. i know rory was one to be here <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah. that's out. too bad Pouring uh rory. so we'll, rory, we'll have I to you.
2: i love you for yeah, better
0: we love you too
1: yeah, I mean everything in the show is right up Rory's alley too. Yeah, uh, yeah. So but let's right get before... some background on this show. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I okay. Actually, I'm gonna take us even one more step back. Hit
1: me. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. We're
0: let's walking backwards. Way back. Let's go way I'm gonna, back, uh, back. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna take you back home to the spot. Yeah. Uh, can you?
1: I don't wait, know. Wait, I don't, no, I, let, I, I,
2: let me. Let me put in my door code. Hold on. <laughs> Beep. Okay, go ahead.
0: Oh, uh, uh, we're, we're back. We're back here at the spot. We're back in
2: the spot. Uh-huh.
0: Um, Can you... I, I actually literally don't know the answer to this question. What did you watch as a kid for cartoons? What were you into? Did you? Oh,
2: geez. Um, Yeah, I did. I guess when I was really young, I was really into like Fraggle Rock and stuff, which is not a cartoon. Dope,
0: but... dope. No, um, but that's
1: very dope.
2: I mean, I loved Sesame Street. I think Sesame Street is a masterpiece. Neither yes. of these are animated. Um Yeah, they're
1: no. both puppet shows. <laughs>
2: they are. Um was, What do you think this is? But yeah, and then like and then like I don't know, what? Tiny Tunes and then the whole the whole Nickelodeon lineup of like Doug and Rugrats and Oh yeah,
1: like, then it's
0: like oh, Game those, like, Over,
1: man. Yeah, 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 exactly.
2: Like yeah. Totally. Yeah. But I was mostly uh, in it for the theme songs. I will not lie to you.
0: We. Know that feeling,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, I think I think maybe that is the entire reason we're watching this show, right? Because we found the theme song on YouTube and we're like, "That's a thing, dude." Uh, that theme song so, is a
2: masterpiece.
0: <laughs> oh, oh god, it's so good. But we also we also recognize that there is a distinct bias in older cartoons and '80s cartoons and even into the '90s, uh, where it's basically all boy shit,
3: mm-hmm. right? yeah,
0: right, and mm-hmm. like not necessarily. Like, girls can like the boy shit, that's always been true, but like, you know, the market research making these Silverhawks shows that we were watching not long ago, Silverhawks yeah. and Thundercats, it's all like fighting and all this other shit. And so we consciously wanted to do some uh searching out of things like this, which aren't necessarily specifically girl targeted. I think boys could enjoy
2: empowered. this.
0: But like but like this is the shit that the '80s thought was good for girls.
2: I know, dude. I was there.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so okay. Now, now we've we've done that. Now, let yeah, we can yeah, leave yeah. the spot. We can leave the spot. Let's talk about let's talk about Beverly Hills Teens and what the okay. hell this show is. Let's do the
2: it.
1: The year is 1987. Was it 1987? The place, yes. Okay, great. Yes, the place, California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that's all my lead up. That's I was hoping you would take it. <laughs> oh, from cool. There. Um,
0: baton, got it. Yeah. Uh, good. 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 So, I, actually, Austin, you and I both usually do a, a bit of historical lookup on this stuff. That's true, uh, and I
1: have a little bit of my own as
2: well. I would love Great. to know the bio. But I want
1: to know. I want to know where you're going here.
0: <laughs> so, this is another show from uh, the like the Deke Dynasty of the 80s and 90s, which Isn't is not, not that
1: <laughs> show about the okay
0: <laughs> about the okay, duck cool. calling. No, yeah. no, that's not what we're doing. So. This is also another theme song that was fully written by Shooky Levy and Haim Saban, right. who wrote everything. I recently realized they wrote the Digimon theme song. What? Uh, Good,
1: they had their fingers in every pie.
0: Every pie. Uh, and Pizza this, pies, this show is a classic 65-episode order of animation, but unlike a lot of them, they burned this shit out. The entire 65-episode run was done in three months. What? They aired Yikes. it every weekday, a new episode, for no. three months, beginning to end. Slam it out, boom! Beverly Hills Teens, and then it started syndicating.
1: Wow! Uh, oh my
2: God! There must have been just so much <laughs> cocaine. So much. <laughs> so much. Uh, yeah,
1: it's
0: it's crazy. But this this was this show was pretty much like a direct reaction to like Silverhawks style shows. Right,
1: yeah. They which they specifically cited. There so there's another part of this like this goal of creating the show in the quote on the Wikipedia page, so it says president of Access Syndicate Rich Colbert lamented the state of children's entertainment at the time, stating children's programming these days is dominated by neo-militaristic boy <laughs> toy animation. Uh Fighting shows like Silverhawks, Thundercats, and G.I. Joe, which are popular. Uh Colbert continued, where are the Tom and Jerry's, the Flintstones, the rich characters for children to nurture and develop and identify? with? Well, they (laughs) created rich rich characters. characters. (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe he misunderstood what the need for rich characters are. Because... These are not well three well-developed three-dimensional characters. These are rich characters. Yeah, that's oh my true. god. That's
2: true. Well, also, I mean, if we're talking about three-dimensional well-developed characters, Tom and Jerry? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not that's... saying that they are not like lovable, memorable, you know, multidimensional characters, but I don't I don't point to them as like being the most no. fleshed out yeah, you know,
1: like They're season four of Breaking human. Bad or Tom and Jerry, peak yeah. television.
2: Yeah, exactly. Although that episode of Breaking Bad, The Fly, is basically yeah. Tom and Jerry. It, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, it is
2: Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me
1: I'm wrong. I like this fun new New York character when you when you're confident about something. Listen.
0: Oh, we've got a we've got a fourth host today.
1: This is confident, confident Chrissy.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: Well, confident, Chris. Uh, you just
2: got here from the spot. Traffic was terrible. <laughs> uh,
0: we, watched, uh, we watched episode one, which mm-hmm. is called Double Surfing, Double Cross. Okay, we watched that's episode 25, which is entitled Ghost Story. And <laughs> episode 39, Hold the Anchovies. And uh, I think now is as good a time as any to, uh, to have Kyle cue some more of that music so that we can go right on into talking about them.
3: And the people here to-
0: It's so fucking catchy and why is it?
1: Really good. And here here's the thing. The mo- I think the most alarming part of this theme song is that fifteen seconds into this show, into this theme song, we get a sex robot.
2: <laughs> I want to talk about the sex robot. Okay. <laughs>
1: Because like, I don't even care about anything else, but we get a sex robot fifteen seconds in.
2: Serious, and like she's and she's into Chester, right? Like she's,
3: she's very like, into, into Chester.
1: It. Yeah, this little oh god, fucking Chester. pervert, Point Dexter, has created, oh uh, fabricated a metal woman for himself <laughs> from his computer. Yeah, it's like we some assume weird he science. fabricated
2: her. Like I want to. Oh my god, I want to know so much about the sex robot.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah,
2: I was really so, sad yeah. that she wasn't in the three that we watched.
0: I know, but there are 65 episodes (laughs) like we had to just pick ones that sounded fun because uh, this may this may be a little surprise to you, but there's not a ton of online fan discussion about Beverly Hills teens. There's no like
1: discourse is minimal (laughs) yet.
0: There's no fan site that's like, okay, here's the skinny. The best episodes of Beverly Hills teens are 22. And no, there's none of that. There's no, there's no ratings on IMDb. There's, like, a few people who bought the DVDs and are like, I loved this show. And that's, like, all you can find. Did uh, you? Missed opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, they did. Um. So, yeah. I'm sorry we didn't have the sex robot. But it is it does raise a lot of questions in that intro. Um, it
3: does.
0: We, the one thing that we do get in the intro that we see a couple times is that they have, like, a school... It's not a school. They're in just like a fucking teen club. This club, a palatial mansion, limo is what I was gonna say. They oh have yeah, their limo, so they limo with
1: the li- hot tub and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They have a top-down stretch limousine with a hot tub in the back and a, an ice cream bar.
2: Ice cream. Yeah, but then they run, <laughs> then they run out of whipped cream, and she's like, "Now we have to trade it in because she's in Teen Girls
0: Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, like
2: <laughs>
0: Beverly Hills Teen girls Squad. <laughs> oh yeah. I oh got no. You, miss- our ridiculous limousine ran out of whipped cream in the whipped cream <laughs> tap. I guess the car is done for. Yeah. Maybe gotta we'll just get a new eat one. The Trash rich.
2: it. Start over.
0: Eat the rich. Eat
2: the rich. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's really the subtext in this show.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: God, I wish. Well, oh, and the
0: other thing that we see in the theme that I kind of like uh, there's like a, it, it gets kind of stylistic. It keeps going back and forth between like an old timey pencil sketch situation to like that. That blue and purple jazz pattern from those old wax yeah. paper cups.
1: Yeah, I from was the into McDonald's that. cups. Like <laughs>
0: you know, like like we're going back and forth to all this crazy stuff, and then jet the the gem of this show that with mm-hmm. the giant teased hair and the the guitar. She's like playing a concert and it's just it's awesome. Yeah. It's really yeah. great. And the song sounds like it's trying to do some sort of like the bangles or the go-go's thing
3: mm-hmm. and
0: like
1: yeah, there's definitely like a walk like an Egyptian kind of vibe in there. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. I, there, I agree uh, with that.
0: There <laughs> absolutely is. And it really got me pumped for what was not necessarily what I was sold, I would say. <laughs> really. <laughs> I what, would what say what would yeah. Say the, theme the theme song
2: well, was strong. Theme song was strong sale.
0: I was maybe led to believe there would be more music shenanigans.
1: Oh, like a kid video scenario. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Or like yeah. a
0: Maxie's world where she's got her own television show and there's like some other stuff. Like there wasn't like this other aspect. It's just it's just rich kids doing whatever. Being
1: obscenely rich with no stakes. No
0: parents.
2: Right. <laughs> Nothing there's, to lose.
1: There's no parents, yeah. you guys. No,
2: there's no yeah.
1: Unsupervised mountains of cash. There is uh. A description
0: that I might say, if someone asked me what the hell this show was, Mm -hmm. I would say it was an extremely over-the-top affluent Archie. Yeah. Oh. Because we have an we have a very strong Archie Betty Veronica situation. Going Definitely. on yeah, with uh, the
1: blonde and the dark hair and the Troy and whoa, Lark
0: whoa, and whoa. Bianca.
2: Bianca and Lark are female characters with depth and personality <laughs> and, and names. Well, so no, okay, right. just, we can't just be referring, if we're talking about this show as, you know, female empowerment, we can't just be referring to the blonde and the dark haired one. Well,
3: <laughs> just saying.
2: <laughs> Uh, as much yeah, as as much as Bianca is the Veronica <laughs> of your this show, check Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please continue, Andy, with your valid point.
0: No, no, <laughs> I want. I, hey, I'm here for the goofs. I'm not. I'm not dad today. Uh, no, there
2: are no dads. We're Beverly no has teens.
0: <laughs> We're just teens with too much disposable money. Yeah, uh, I found
1: love in a dadless place. I would,
0: <laughs> I would venture to say that even though Bianca is the Veronica of this show, mm-hmm. in that she is a sour puss, she's constantly trying to make other people uh, less happy because she's unhappy and all that other like standard tropey stuff.
1: I think she's the main character. I think she is too. Am I not? Am I right? She is kind of. She has the most. Lines, I think. She I, does the most stuff. Even though she's the problem all the time. <laughs> she,
2: yeah, well, she, yeah, she's a, she's at least problem adjacent, always.
1: <sighs> it's, yeah, I mean, tell me three things about Lark that define her character. Yeah, exactly. Blonde. Blonde. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Or tell ooh, me three ooh, things ooh, about Troy. Troy.
1: <laughs> right, yeah.
0: <laughs> ooh, uh likes Lark. There's and one. And she
1: has a cat.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: She does have a cat.
0: Named
1: Tiara. I love
2: Tiara. Tiara and Empress.
1: You yeah. guys, Tiara, real, who's I, just a woman's voice going... Row. Row,
2: row. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love the voice acting of the animals. The whole fight between Tiara and Empress, the pink poodle. <laughs> Bianca's pink poodle. Oh my
0: God, Listeners, so are good. you entirely confused as fuck? Right now, just
2: go with us. Go with us. Please come along with us. I'm just asking you to trust us this much. Come (laughs) along.
1: with (laughs) me. Let's give a quick little synopsis of this episode. I just have one sentence. Get the first one. Tell us. Yes, episode one. Double surfing, double cross. Double surfing, double cross. Double surfing, double cross. The teen club competes in pairs for the double surfing contest while (laughs) Bianca and Pierce both attempt to sabotage Lark and Troy's pairing.
0: Okay, you know what's cool? Surfing. You know what's cooler than surfing? Double surfing.
1: <laughs> yeah, tennis has doubles. Why can't you just... And oh, would you think, oh, is that two people on a surfboard? No. No, it's not.
3: No. Mm-mm.
1: But it's that's a big reveal more for the end of the
2: episode. Two people on an inflatable guitar and a helicopter surfboard. And, they really uh, bend
1: the definition of surfing for do. this episode. Yeah, just...
2: Being on things in the water. Also, can I just point out okay, crucial moment. There's uh, uh, Chester has been coerced into building a robot shark. The robot shark isn't working, but then a real shark shows up like it takes a lot of cojones as a show creator to have your show come like this close to literally jumping the shark in the you first You almost episode. do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know that episode. anyone actually jumped over it, but <laughs> one of them, I mean, I mean, Larkshire punched it in the nose.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's run down, let's run down the major players, right? So we kind of talked yeah. about, we've got Troy, who's the, the incredibly blonde, incredibly bland boy. Yes.
3: Hey. Uh, we've got <laughs> Lark, who
0: is the also blonde woman, who's very normal. She's a teen girl who's cute. And uh, they're very bland. Whoa, both of them. Whoa, right, they're
3: the, the heteronormative a,
0: default pair. Yeah.
2: She's a, no, she's a cover girl. How did she describe herself? A shark punching cover girl?
0: Something like
3: that. That is true.
2: <laughs> she's a... Whoa, voice. She's a model. That's, oh, no. Yeah.
0: The The Rory poison is infecting whoever's our third host. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to really take you down with him. Uh, Rory, I'm coming so, for you, Rory. So we got those two. We mentioned Bianca, who is the main character, but she's also mm-hmm. the antagonist all the time. Uh, and she has... A manservant.
1: A teenage manservant. Indeterminate age. Presumably. He's also a
0: teenager. Maybe.
2: Wilshire. His name is
0: Wilshire. And
2: he's like sweet,
0: sweet Wilshire. (laughs) Austin, you said he was like what did you say he was? When we were talking earlier? You said he Oh, you, you said he was like strong sad. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you said he. You said he was like a strong, sad type, and I agree with that. But I would also put forward that he's kind of like a, a slightly bulkier, more stocky Andy
1: Richter type. Oh, okay.
2: I like that. Yeah,
1: right. Also, yeah, his body looks like they squeezed a tube of toothpaste at the <laughs> bottom. And- <laughs>
2: want better things for Wilshire can I just say that like I feel like his heart's in the right place like and I've got to hand it to them because for when this was made that could have so easily turned into such a like nice guy
3: oh (laughs) my god yeah Yeah,
2: I would say Wilshire
1: still has some serious boundary issues that he he should respect
2: he definitely
1: does but also like
0: Wilshire's in love with Bianca that's the key part mm -hmm. that's his character every
1: moment to explain that fact right exactly
0: (laughs) And he's the he's the manservant. He's always dressed up in this sort of like bellboy blue coat with one button done because that's all little mm-hmm. fit, I guess. Because he's well, fat yeah, he too, looks like and... the
1: Maytag man, um,
3: <laughs> but
1: you know, a weird toothpaste teenager who. <laughs> If he's sixteen, I don't know how he has the ability to drive somebody else. If he Do just has a basic license. Oh, my
0: 16? name is Toothpaste Teen Maytag Richter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and also Austin, California driving laws were different in yeah, the nineteen that's true the nineteen hundred
1: eighties. Here's here's my th- I don't think I don't think Wilshire's getting paid.
2: No. I don't think he is either. I think he just does this for
1: the love, you know. Yeah, you know, probably. it's like um, who was Peppermint Patty's servant uh um, who we always say thank you sir
0: oh marcy
1: marcy he's kind of a marcy
0: yeah but he has less personality
1: yeah
2: yeah Um, it's just such a thankless job being wilshire so those are oh
1: bianca
0: those are (laughs) the the like supposed main characters and then we have some side characters we've got uh we've got chester mctech who is uh Gosh, younger is than all of them. Name. I guess mm-hmm. he's like maybe middle school age or something. He's the younger brother of this like reporter girl whose name is Brenda and they call switchboard. her switchboard. I so didn't uh, know they were switchboard. Uh, yeah, I didn't actually brother. catch
2: that they were siblings. Yeah, like,
0: they're brother and sister. That
2: makes a lot more sense to me. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, I'm that's why a she's,
0: family. they're a very strange tech-savvy friend. A savvy very
1: sort of sex pervert sex pervert <laughs> genius family.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I'm curious to know more about their home life. Like I want to know yeah. what what parents are raising
0: both. Also, they does also that make have her some boundary last, issues. Does
2: that name her? Does that make her last name McTech as well?
0: Yep, Brenda okay. Brenda, uh, Brenda Switchboard McTech with the okay. Switchboard in yeah. quotations is her name. Cool. Uh,
1: yeah, she's the Rita Skeeter of the teen. Club. Oh,
0: absolutely, the Rita sure. Skeeter. Uh, there's kind of like a a uh, very sort of uh, uh, high-class man oh, Pierce. named Pierce. And he's got that voice that you know exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, And he thinks gonna, he's hot with all the ladies, but he's not. Right,
1: right he's gonna like defund your summer camp <laughs> from the other side of the lake. Yeah, he's you the know? other side of the lake, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: He's who we gotta save the rec center from.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, those camp huggy bear fools will never defeat the, the inter-camp competition.
2: Well, if I can't have friends, then no one
3: can.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. Really? And so that's
0: <laughs> that's kind of almost everyone that matters. There's a rude dude whose name I'm forgetting. It's like Ra- Rad Bradley.
1: Bradley. Bradley's the surfer. The he's the hot dog and surfer. Bradley,
2: yeah. The hot dog and surfer. And, and so, then there's the who's the like southern debutante? Character. Oh,
0: her name, uh oh, hold on, hold on. It's I have where? this. I have this it's it's, Blaze. It it's Tara. Southern Belle is Tara. Oh, Tara. Blaze, is okay. Belle is Tara. Other Blaze is the Southern Belle is Tara. Blaze is the cowboy cowboy
1: girl. Cowboy girl. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: okay.
0: uh, Two like so, different girl. Southern girls. If you haven't gathered, there's a lot of characters, but there's most of them don't matter and they're kinda tropey. Mm-hmm. Um but it's a real confusing situation because, again, these are very rich children with no supervision and they're clearly not going to school. I don't know if this all takes place over the summer or if they just don't go because they're rich.
1: And I don't know if
2: it was a three-month-long blaze. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, this could have been their entire summer The whole thing could break. have
2: been the best summer ever.
1: <laughs> yes, New episode and then have. the stock market crashed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And so these this this show is just about this ensemble cast of goofy rich teens who we're supposed to think are kind of endearing and adorable, even though they have the most privilege,
1: even though they have no no redeeming qualities. (laughs) They're all insufferable. They're
0: terrible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. they're so bad. But we do like them, at least a few of
1: them. Uh, I don't. I don't think I like any of. I'd them, like Anna. to know who you like, Andy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I
1: like
0: uh, I like Tara, the Southern Belle, because she never did anything other than perhaps know a little too much about the Civil War.
1: Um, <laughs> okay, I take that back. I love Gig and his magic talking guitar. Oh shit, we didn't talk yeah, about gig. Jet and gig. Okay, yeah, Jet and, gig. Jet and, jet gig. and gig
2: are important.
0: Yeah,
1: yes.
2: like I feel like okay, okay. This is my hot take. I feel like. I would love to watch this show broken into like four spinoff series. <laughs>
3: oh okay. man! Yeah. So we've like, got uh-huh. Jed and Gig, and like I off definitely want the Jed and show, right? With I, the
1: talking guitar that takes a center role, sort of a meowth role.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I for sure want the Chester McTech spinoff.
1: Uh huh. With all of his, if iffy- he. Yeah his Only. his problematic the problematic
0: adventures of Chester McTech <laughs> yeah, and, pro- and his Yeah the
1: problematic adventures of-, of Chester McTech tell
3: me when you watch that <laughs> tell me i'm wrong tell me i'm and wrong switchboard <laughs> part. Oh, and whoever man.
2: their parents are and the sex robot <laughs> um, and they, and and they have to I dress want... the
0: sex robot up like a nanny like oh no we can't show the parents oh no parents one the
2: can know robot. that she's a robot <laughs> otherwise CPS will come and take us
0: uh, <laughs> oh that got
2: dark <laughs> um, no and then I want like I want the Wilshire spinoff for sure like I want the show about oh, Wilshire discovering like, self yeah
0: <laughs> it's like it's like the Frasier to Cheers like you take this sort of like weird guy and you put him in his element like where's Wilshire cool right
2: yeah yeah like, wh- I, like wh- I want him to fight his people you know cause these are not these are not his people no like Wilshire like you better than these people and like when's he gonna realize that Bianca's not the jam you know
1: Um, Okay, but just so you know, episode four of this show is called My Fair Wilshire, and it says (laughs) upon witnessing Bianca's mistreatment of Wilshire, the teen club decides to try to help Wilshire to impress Bianca by giving him a makeover. Oh, God. So it's it's (laughs) the Stefan episode.
0: Oh, no. Oh <laughs> darn it. That sounds wonderful. Okay,
2: and then I want to tell you the fourth spin-off show. Please do, please do. Yes. This is not a list that I had pre-prepared. No, <laughs> I love say. it. I love it. Um the spin- the other spin-off show that I want to watch is in the third episode that we watched where there's a competition for setting up a pizza business, which yes. has yes. a yeah. lot of <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. Uh-huh. But one of the money-making schemes is every customer gets a balloon. And they give a balloon (laughs) to the kid. This, the like, most dead-eyed, terrifying this ventriloquist like dead-eyed, this like dead-eyed child. <laughs> yes, <laughs> terrifying ventriloquist dummy <laughs> dead-eyed child. <comes laughs> and they hand him a string, and the balloon that they give him is a fucking zephyr, and he dead-eyed flies away with no opinion
1: of it. Yeah, and I want that enough. He gets blipped <laughs> away into nothingness.
2: He gets blimped, and I want him to get blimped into his own spinoff. That's they, what I <laughs> want.
3: That's it'll what I be want. called.
0: It'll be called the Goodyear Kid. And, <laughs> yeah yeah, that's good, and he's yeah. off, and it's like it's like up, but they never come down, no, yeah,
2: so not, all of his friends right. are and birds, it's like... <laughs> yeah, all of his friends are birds, I feel. I feel comfortable yeah, with him like made of climbing the rope, and then well, no, there's got to be a crew, right? I feel comfortable with him like climbing the rope. It ends up being like a huge like zeppelin airship, and there's an existing crew, and they're like, "Captain, there you are!" And, <laughs> and like, he's like,
0: "What?" Because he's kind of also old somehow. <laughs> he's,
3: yeah, he's, because
0: he looks like an old child. He's
3: um, just totally and, or or
0: maybe maybe the crew is is like pirates that uh that come on board because they think they're gonna take over the blimp, but then they don't know how to run a blimp. And then it's just yes. a whole bunch okay. of rapscallions. Yes. Uh-uh. And it yeah.
2: also is steampunk. Yeah, And they also bang out 67 episodes in 90 days. Or whatever <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> May I say that that mm-hmm. show sounds amazing, and it's a spin off of a character that has no development in this show, and That's I think I might like it punks. more.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: yes. But hey, there's a lot to love here.
1: Yes, a lot let's talk about the plot and the setup here for the plot. because Yeah, yeah yes. we can blast uh, through
0: this one. There's a lot, but like... Yeah, let's like, just
1: sort of... Try to get through the the plot elements real quickly because so we start with they're doing aerobics in a mansion. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: aerobics uh, in a
2: mansion to a live performance to a live
1: band with fog and lasers. Mm-hmm. That's how extra these be people are. Very
2: bad. That would be tough on your respiratory system yes. having a fog machine in a cardio class. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, unless they're using that stage haze that's, like, all water-based. But you know these kids it's like aren't a doing Bikram, that.
1: It's like a Bikram hot yoga kind <laughs> of thing. So,
2: vaping <laughs> has been proven to be just as dangerous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all these fucking vape teens. Uh, teen and vape so teens, we've they're. got those. That that mm-hmm. starts. But then we mm-hmm. instantly, uh, we, we get introduced to Bianca. And, like, we sort of meet all these characters briefly. And then we find out that there is a double surfing contest at the Teen Club Beach. So <laughs> I want to I want to say that over the course of these episodes we learned that the teen club owns a lot of discrete property. Mm-hmm. Uh, they yeah. have a castle and <laughs> no, yeah, we, we'll they talk have about the castle, castle but they but you they have a, a teen club castle that I think maybe their ancestors stole from an indigenous people.
1: Yeah. And yeah yeah
0: and well I mean
1: they stole yeah, from An artificial beach yeah, then there's a beach that has this its own like wave pool. This is like a Teen West World or something. Like this is, <laughs> they own like the I amount of property they too. own is basically <gasps> Teen oh West World. Look, look, think about it. They don't have parents. Mm-hmm. Are they are they androids? You tell I
0: don't me. Know. I don't know.
2: Like maybe the sex robot is the only one living the truth.
0: Yeah. Oh fuck, dude. Dude. Deadman.
1: Okay, well, we got to table this because...
0: <laughs> but there's a surfing contest, a double surfing contest. There's a double
1: mm-hmm. surfing contest. So they all have so to pair up. So everybody's got to partner up, yeah.
0: And that's drama, of course it is, because, you know, everybody wants to be with Hot Troy.
2: Can I tell you uh, my favorite line, possibly, of any show that has ever been created that was yes. in Yes, please
3: say it. Yeah.
2: Okay, it's when they're on the beach, and they're unveiling all of their, like, surfing contraptions.
3: Yes, uh-huh.
2: <laughs> and... What's her name? The Southern girl, sh- or the cow cow girl? Oh, Blaze! Person, Blaze shows up with the surfboard horse. Yeah, the two-person surfboard it, horse. It's, it's just a, a surfboard rock- rocking a, horse. A surfboard rocking horse, yes. And I don't even remember who delivers the line, but the comment about the reveal of that surfboard rocking horse is, "Looks like the horse laugh is on us." <laughs> <laughs> They say that. Those words are in the script. <laughs> Looks that... like the horse
3: laugh is on us. It's like and...
0: it, it's like a uh, it's like somebody wrote that and then put an asterisk like it put joke put real joke here and then no one did it. They, they just I was left laughing the so hard I had
3: to pause it.
0: <laughs> uh well, well, what if we just got in our limo and just went vroom, 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 vroom down to the beach and talk about these fucking surfboards? Yeah, let's live yeah. on ice cream. Can we do that? Because Yeah, the
2: surfboards bear, bear discussing. Uh,
0: we didn't mention this. Gig has a guitar that is uh, alive,
1: I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've indirectly mentioned it before, but he does have a talking guitar that will punctuate the end of a scene with a fun little catchphrase <laughs> like
0: maybe a whop whop
2: whop <laughs> exactly yeah. or, and uh uh it also is an automatically inflating life raft yeah
0: and yeah. that's what they call surfing so that's one yeah. version of surf, double mm-hmm. surfing yeah
1: kind of and surfing. by the way when it when i say inflatable like it splits down the middle <laughs> like down mm-hmm. the neck and separates so the top like the Head of yeah, the, the guitar is at the front of the ve- the raft, and then there's a round the, raft, and then the, the base bow. of the guitar. Yeah, at the <laughs> and bow then the base and of then the stern. At, at the stern is the bottom <laughs> part of the guitar.
0: Yeah, it explodes like an airbag. Mm-hmm. It's so confusing. And uh, then when
2: it pops later on, it really looks like a butthole. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Talk about butthole surfers. It really
2: does. Oh. I got more butthole stuff for later.
0: <laughs> oh, she's she's locked and loaded with butthole content. Um, Listen.
2: You can't put a sex robot in the opening credits and hope that I'm not going to have buttholes on the mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, we already talked about the rocking horse surfboard. Which the rocking is horse surfboard. Just important. a rocking horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jet and Pierce ride Pierce's big old fat surfboard that has a love seat on it and two rear view mirrors. Mm-hmm. That he uses so that he can to look, look it at himself. himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: it's Kind of like a speedboat. hmm. Yeah.
0: And then Chester and his older sister have basically a pedal boat, which is just really stretching that surf metaphor or surf sure, yeah, situation. Uh... It's got pedals on it. You're motivating it. You're not riding a wave. You're you're just a boat now.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Also, our surfer bro Bradley first enters the scene in like chitty chitty bang bang over here for surfboards. And yeah. He, like, comes well he's in the one with the, with the flying Inspector Machine.
2: Gadget one. Yeah, he's got a he's got a like a helicopter surfboard.
1: Yeah, he Ugh. and he's he's the primo hot dogger.
2: He's the primo hot dogger. Yeah, because I guess
1: hot dogger Austin is a surfing fun. term.
0: I, I know well. that Austin makes up a lot of funny words on this podcast, but that was not a an Austin joint. They say primo hot dogger f- do. about two or three times.
2: As a primo hot dogger.
1: <laughs> 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 now the hot dogging in this case is like when you split down a hot dog lengthwise. <laughs> And yeah. then to form like two surfboards, sure, right. Let's go with so that. Not to, like, not to be confused side by side. Not to be confused
2: with the hot dogging in the third episode that we watched, which was in the context <laughs> of a pizza.
0: <laughs> yeah, that kind of hot dogging is strictly a pizza, a pizza task. Exactly. Um, but then, yeah, yeah, Troy and Lark have a really standard one. They're like the only. They're the ones who win, of course, because they're, they're cute like, and yeah Two
2: surfboards side by side. Yeah. Yep.
0: And they have just two surfboards that are, like, bolted together. So they're both just standing on surfboards. So, like, yeah. that, one, that one makes sense. And it's good that they won because they're the only ones not cheating.
1: They also just right. survived a shark attack. Like, I feel like throw them one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This show has a very weird concept of what a contest is.
2: I know. Okay. Yes. On that note, someone, as they were sort of, like, cruising in on their last big wave, Someone is like, they're headed for the finish line, and I'm like, you mean the beach? (laughs) (laughs) What's the finish line of a surf con? Like, you don't. Do you have
1: some buoys or?
2: Like, is what and like,
1: what's distance?
2: (laughs) Is it distance? I mean, I figured it would be form, but who am I to judge? I don't know.
0: So there's only there's only one. More thing that we should probably talk about in this episode. Uh, briefly, Bianca decides to fuck up the, the whole thing by turning up the wave pool to tidal wave level. Which per of course yeah. it you know it doesn't do anything. But uh, you know, to to spoiler alert to the end, they just ride the tidal wave and mm-hmm. the main blands win. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the main
2: blands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> blands win! Mm-hmm. Uh but the, the other thing that we glossed over is this shark, and we should talk the about shark. it.
2: We should, yeah.
0: Just, just briefly, there's a robot shark. Chester <laughs> makes it. Uh, Pierce thinks that, you know, he's probably right, that the only way he's going to win is if he sabotages other people. And so he's got this mm-hmm. robot shark. And I, I don't know. For some reason, the robot shark doesn't work, and he ends up trying to wrestle a real shark. It's mm-hmm. a classic he didn't misdirection. Know. He wasn't.
2: He wasn't aware it was a real shark <laughs> until he'd been wrestling it for a while. And yeah, his
1: plan was to like appear brave,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and like, oh, you took down a shark. Wow, Pierce, you're so brave and strong. But you know, he jumps on mm-hmm. a real shark, and then he finds out because, uh, yeah, the little, little pervert because yelling is from like, the beach, hey, which he can totally hear. You're on a real <laughs> yeah. shark, and he runs back mm-hmm. across the water. Like Jesus, Mm
2: -hmm. there's some real there's some real uh, Christ imagery.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a very biblical show. This (laughs) Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good Christian lessons that you can take away from this. Uh, You know, it, it reminds us all of that that classic story of Jesus and the shark. Um, and you know, and and also about how Noah Jesus and
1: the sex robot.
0: No, Noah had all the animals two by two double Roll surf across the flood. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's a real, it's a real wholesome show. You know, it's it kind of like a Veggie Tales of the '80s.
2: It is. Yeah.
0: Um, but Lark, Lark punches the shark, you guys. Yeah,
2: Lark, Lark makes the observation. That sharks have very sensitive noses, which of course would, miss, would, would lead us to think she's talking about their sense of smell. And I had a real bad feeling about that for a second. Mm-hmm. But Lark being the hero that she is, she punches the shark in its sensitive little nose <laughs> and saves the day. He and nobody bats home. a goddamn
0: eyelash. Yeah, they're all like, <laughs> <Everyone> well, like... <laughs> well, that's, that's just day, day to day for Lark.
2: Par for the course, yeah.
1: Now continue this contest.
2: Before the show, Andy, you were telling me about uh, one of your new sponsorships that sounded uh, really, really impressive. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm a sucker for a good subscription box.
0: Oh, hell yeah.
2: And in um, relevant to, re- actually relevant to our, our source material this week, um, uh, you were telling me about Shark Box.
0: Shark Box. Oh, my God. You guys, have you ever wanted a box, but it's sh- it's so <laughs> intensely themed uh, it's shaped like a shark. It looks like a shark. And your neighbors might think a shark. Oh, my God. Is that a shark on your door? No, 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 no. It's a shark box. This is the kind of high quality stuff that you pay for. The fine people mm-hmm. at shark box send you a monthly subscription box. And inside, you will find all sorts of exciting shark related products. <laughs> there would be. Shark oil, of course, which we we all know, yeah. we all know yeah. is the oil that sharks use uh, to to fry their food on the on the old on the on the old stove top, and, and then that
1: George Foreman. Mm-hmm.
0: And then we got shark teeth, uh, which are just shark teeth. Let's be real. <laughs> and then we've uh, got shark fins, uh, it's
2: highly illegal,
0: incredibly very, illegal. Wait, there, illegal. There are there are a lot of uh, a lot of problems with this box. We got shark tail. <laughs> uh Mm -hmm. there's shark meat you know you might you might you might be thinking to yourself is this just a shark that shows up on your doorstep (laughs) and i'm gonna level with you yeah it's really big it's hard to ship but we will give you a whole shark keep this on the down low okay we Mm -hmm. send you a shark uh but it's really fun for shark week uh, your friends won't know, and you can sell all those parts on the black market and maybe cook a little bit for yourself, because we all know how much you want to taste that shark.
1: Say, Andy, I got to ask. I'm an animal rights activist. No. And, uh, are oh, these, God. Are these, uh, these no. ethically sourced oh, no. sharks? Uh,
0: hey, what? You, I, I didn't hear that question. Um, well, eth- well you, you see the... the um, uh, hang up noise.
2: Okay, well, Shark Box.
0: Well, I hope you uh, liked listening to a little bit more of that theme song that I'm absolutely going to have more of in this episode because it's such a freaking banger. Uh, We're now going to talk about the next episode that we watched. We jumped... A ton, and we went to episode 25. It's called Ghost Story, and here's, a, story. here's a summary so I can get ahead of this. Uh, the Teen Club investigates after Chester discovers the legend of Count de la Mancha, whose ghost is said to inhabit the Teen Club castle.
1: Yeah, you heard every single word of that correctly. In order. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck, I, I just... So we have to we have to talk about this castle because not only do these teens, clearly they own a beach. We've already figured that out. It's a kind of like mm-hmm. an artificial beach. They've got artificial like a big old clubhouse. A,
2: a highly dangerous wave machine.
0: Yeah. They, they have, you know, they're like the cocks of the walk out here in Beverly Hills just out around town. Mm-hmm. Like no one questions them. But not only that, mm-hmm. across the water, up a long winding road, there's a gothic-ass castle somehow in mm-hmm. California. And... They own that too. But at some point it was presumably inhabited by a man named Count de la Mancha, some sort of Spanish conquistador
1: character. Yeah, so what uh what we're saying here is this show took a hard left turn from Baywatch into Baywatch Nights. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, it's good. Well, I mean, this is I feel like this is a pretty just classic cut and dried Scooby-Doo episode. It is. Yeah. Yeah,
1: with the trappings, with the fascinating trappings of there being a teen club castle of this this bizarre, bizarre alternate reality where the teen club rules as a governing body. It's so confusing because that castle probably has a lot of historical value, but now it's just been like gentrified by these teens with means. And And they don't even like going there.
0: Teens with means.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't fucking know. know what to think about it. And nobody's using this. Been there before. Nobody's using it.
0: It's like it's like how you look up the like the the world map and there's all these weird islands and then you're like, what are those islands? And then it says parentheses USA and it's like, we're not using that. (laughs) Why do we have? Um, We just snap that up.
2: I would like to add an addendum to my Chester McTech spinoff show pitch from earlier. Please, Chester McTech, sex fiend, (laughs) kid scientist.
1: Ghost Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was well equipped.
2: He was well equipped. I would watch him hunt ghosts any day.
1: Yeah. Hook him okay. up with
2: those with those Ed Hardy motherfuckers from Ghost Hunters.
1: <laughs> so, Chester Chester in Question begins this episode by running in on the teens who are at the pool, out of breath with a dusty book, saying he's been doing research in the Teen Club Rare Book Vault. <laughs>
0: Sure what did. about any of these teens has implied that they give a fuck about the printed word?
3: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Why do they have Chester, a castle? And Chester a rare McTech book vault. is
2: too young. <laughs> he's too young for girls.
0: He's got a so lot of got, time.
2: He's got time on his hands well, to investigate the rare book vault. And
0: I want to walk back <sighs> and something. looking for pictures of <laughs> <and> titties. <laughs>
4: Ooh, I bet bet some of these books have some of them titties in them.
0: Them titties. (laughs) What if
4: I flip fast enough
0: through all these old dusties that I find some (laughs) (laughs) tits?
3: (laughs) Old (laughs) dusties.
2: Yeah, flip them old dusties. (laughs) (laughs) Now...
0: I, I want to walk back to something <laughs> I said earlier where I implied that maybe there was no school. Because
1: at the beginning of this episode, it kind of looks like they're all studying? Some of them are studying, reading War and Peace.
2: One's reading War and Peace, and... Uh, yeah, there's a brief uh, discussion about the Civil War.
1: Yeah,
0: the Southern Belle is teaching uh, the hunk, whatever. I've forgotten his name already. What the hell's his name? The main guy. Hey,
1: Troy? Ch- Ch- Troy? Troy Gray. Troy. He's teaching Troy, Troy about
0: goal. the about the Civil War. And I, I wish that I'd heard her lesson. Uh you know her southern Belle perspective i wonder if i wonder what he she was filling his head with um
2: that
0: seems
2: like a pretty progressive show maybe <laughs> maybe concerned.
0: but these teens are pretty bougetacular i don't know how in touch they are with real people problems teens with means <laughs> yeah. uh so yeah they're doing some stuff he shows up with an old dusty and <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not a song No, it's not a song. (laughs) Please continue. Listeners, it may seem like we've lost control of this podcast. (laughs) And maybe we have.
2: (laughs) It's haunted. Oh no, we're haunted. Okay. Okay, he shows up with an old Dusty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: okay. Uh, maybe Kyle can bring some of that theme music in while I stop laughing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Looks like All the right.
2: horse laugh is on us.
3: <laughs> 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 okay, 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 okay.
1: <sighs> the old Dusty is haunted by a ghost. Mm-hmm. It's haunted by Don Quixote.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And uh-huh. they, they, uh, The men of La Mancha. The, so, uh, uh, here's the only unexplained thing that happens in the entire episode the book floats. Yeah. It does, yeah. We get a real explanation for all the other ghostly bullshit that happens through the rest of the episode, but this ghost book floats. And we, we, we don't know that it's not a ghost doing that. This book not ha- only
1: does it float, it gives like a flip book of this phantom night. Yeah, Count la Mancha who, Count Del Mancha, who's like running around and doing stuff in the flip book and that's what convinces the teens because first, uh, you know, sex pervert is like saying like <laughs> uh, you know, you guys you gotta believe me, it's the ghost uh, around this time you can see the ghost of Count Del Mancha and they all laugh him off and then on <laughs> There's as no ghost in Q, Teen
0: Club Castle
1: Right, yeah, the <laughs> The, the book, you know, floats on its own and flips through the pages and everybody's all spooked out and they're like, all right, that's it. We're going to go check out this ghost in this castle.
0: uh So we Scooby now and yeah. Uh, yeah. they roll up. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Troy is fully bland enough to be Fred
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and they show up. So it's like a weird mix of Scooby-Doo and Ghostbusters, which they make some very, very blatant references to over the course of this episode.
2: Yes. They do. Yes, it's good.
0: Uh, it goes hardcore. Uh, Chester has like a proton pack, like backpack situation. Um, they talk about I busting also, ghosts.
2: They do. Yeah. Um, the, uh, as another nod to Chester's tech, um, they encounter a bit of a problem when the drawbridge oh, over the moat of the castle, this um, old castle. Retracts, retracts unexpectedly. And they point towards possibly a loose bolt, uh, whatever. But Chester pulls out his garage door opener and syncs to the same frequency <laughs> as the drawbridge as door. The he pushes. Drawbridge. He pushes three buttons on his garage door opener. <laughs>
0: Well what you don't know is that all these old 1600s drawbridges they all work on a, on a you know like 147 work hertz. On the same frequency, it's yeah. all the, kind, it's the same it's same you just got to do a couple frequency. bleeps and bloops and they'll open up for you you know it just resonates with the wood and that yeah, and that good all, wood comes back down. It's all
1: pretty standard.
0: Uh so what is it with séances and the 80s and why did we love them so much? Uh it's Man, it's a, it's a strange thing. I mean Ouija boards and all this other shit like we really were obsessed with it for like a decade or a decade. It and was a half. like a
1: revival yeah. of 1800s Victorian London, where everybody was kind of into spirits for a while. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: a good point. Oh it's my like gosh, a gas
1: leak! It was like a gas leak century, where everyone's <laughs> like, "Wow, what happened?"
2: <laughs> Dude, I so a little recently um, got into a conversation with a zoologist who works at Petco. This is a real story. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and she was, but she was talking about how um, the the plague. Like the actual Black Death was uh, was caused by, in large part, to the fact that there was the witch scare before that, and so they killed all the cats because they associated them with witches. Yes. Oh shit. Um, and it's that's what mice. made for the influx in in rodent population. Mm. Um, and I'm just saying there may be some witch scare element to this because we have already established that this show has a, a, a real mouse, mouse problem. problem. There's a mouse scare. There's a mouse scare in this episode too.
0: There's this is a the canary in the coal mine. We gotta we gotta we gotta point this out this is a big spoiler for the end of this episode. The ghost is not a ghost it's it's sometimes Wilshire and sometimes an actual mouse and his various shadows right? yes I I don't understand how this works. everything is confusing the the mouse is like it's like that it's like the castle is haunted by this like rascally mouse.
3: Yeah. Wake
2: up, sheeple.
0: <laughs> Mice are the ghosts. <laughs>
2: this castle is run by big rodentia.
0: <laughs> it's it's odd. Uh, but every instance that's not done by Bianca and Welcher is caused by this mouse. Of where they're like, oh spooky. Mm-hmm. And
2: So maybe that's how the book was floating. It's the mouse. It was a mouse. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. The mouse had yes, like it a, a it mouse. was on a string. And the mouse was up above on the beach, like, umbrella, yeah. and he was pulling it up. Yeah, that, this all makes sense.
2: Mystery mystery solved. On the, Next case. On the
0: grassy knoll. <laughs> Next case. <laughs> uh, um,
3: well, they get, they get stormed
0: just, in, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. we move on. Everything, they, they, they kind of establish that there's no ghost. They, they're like, ah, eh, they this is all silly.
1: They have a seance, and Switchboard kind of does a fun little, like, will you accept the charges uh, like mm-hmm. collect call thing with <laughs> a person with to go yeah. contact call. the
0: spirit. Will you accept the message?
1: <laughs> Will you please accept the message? <laughs> well, and he does not. And that's a very fun thing. It no, is. It ghost is does fun. He does not respond.
2: Strong, uh, strong messaging that women can be anything, like switchboard operators and such. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost.
2: Or Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost.
0: Yeah, sort of confident in their knowledge that there are no ghosts. And then, scared of a little bit of rain and lightning, they all decide to stay the night in this horrifying, empty, cavernous, spooky old castle. And yeah. I mean, I guess there's safety in numbers, and they're all sleeping like, you know, the girls are all in one room and the guys are all in one room, but I would mm-hmm. definitely not do this. I sure, I mean, to their credit
2: though. And what could have fallen into a tropy, uh divided and subdivided group scenario? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They did stick within one room of each other. The whole group did.
0: Yes, that's true. Right. Nobody went Let's off on their up. own except Bianca, who is causing the problems as always. Right. right.
1: Yeah. So, so what happens really quick? Because I feel like there's a lot here that kind of not not much happens. Yes. <laughs> Where they're just all freaked out. The boys think the girls are playing a prank by making ghostly whales, and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. And they both come out and they realize, they go, oh, I'm not making the noise. You're not making the noise. Who's making the noise? And it's Wilshire in a bedsheet.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and they're really scared. And I, I mean, these are teens. Teens should not be scared of a person in a bedsheet. Uh, but I don't know,
2: man. Like it's all context, you know? Okay. Like with the right with the right lighting. I mean, if we're <laughs> spending the night in a creepy castle that has been aforementioned
1: haunted, like
2: I might be scared of a person in bedsheet.
1: I'd be worried it was a clansman.
3: <laughs> <laughs> which is a I fair don't worry. See that.
2: Which is a fair worry. Um uh, but I I mean, I feel like actually no. No. You know what? They didn't know that Bianca and Wilshire were there. Yeah. They didn't know they were there. It was not predetermined. So if you're staying in a creepy castle and all of a sudden there's a motherfucking stranger standing outside of your motherfucking bedroom under a motherfucking bed sheet, like, I'm sorry, that's a scary scenario. You're right. whether, like, whether, whether or not you, you think, think that's it's a ghost.
0: ghost. You're so right. Whether or not
2: you think it's a ghost, you're just like, what is this human doing really in my presence? really fucking the good dark? point,
0: Amalia. It doesn't matter if it's a ghost. There's a dude in a sheet and he's not supposed to be there.
2: Yeah. No. Fuck that noise. Okay.
0: So I'm 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 back on board. You got me. Back. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna defend them on their fear of Wilshire.
0: Uh, but they very quickly figure out that it's Wilshire. They uh, do. Because like it takes the one gust of wind, the wind blows it up, and Wilshire doesn't realize that they've seen him for some reason, and <laughs> he's
1: not very bright.
0: And so they come back, and their master plan is, I guess, vacuums.
1: Yeah, they're gonna prank them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're
1: gonna
2: be ghost dusters. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So they run her. they run past Bianca and like, "Oh, we're so scared by this by this ghost." Oh, Bianca. And then I don't know. I guess they they prank her that way. Yeah, she got pranked.
2: Yeah, she got pranked. Yo, okay, it's we're adding that prank. to the Chester McTex spin-off. <laughs> it's also a prank show.
1: <laughs> this is a prank show. Uh, dust dust prank show
0: (laughs) I'm not afraid of any specific ghost Um, (laughs) so they all laugh at Bianca it's it's because I guess the the only salient point here is that Bianca thought that by scaring them the only person who would possibly stay is someone brave brave enough.
3: enough Mm -hmm. Who she clearly thinks
0: is Troy. So Mm -hmm. because she thinks Troy is the only one left after this massively successful ghost prank, she goes and like (laughs) approaches him. Das
2: Geist, das Geist prank, (laughs) Geist prank.
0: (laughs) And uh, and she sort of starts macking on the guy that she thinks is Troy, but it's actually Wilshire. And Mm -hmm. then Wilshire gets kind of uh, he gets real handsy.
1: Yeah, he does get
2: handsy. However. She is giving a little bit of mixed signals. I'm not trying to defend his behavior. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying I understand why it is that he stays on the line for their relationship because if he keeps giving, getting like one inch at a time, yeah. you know, like totally, why is yeah. he not going to stick around for the mile? You know,
1: yeah. Although in this case, it's it's especially bad because she's like, "No, Wilshire, please stop," and he's like, "Yeah, it was predator love. No, it was predatory. No, it no, was predatory. Yeah. Like, whew, oh, oh boy, you gotta." You got to slow up there. Mm -hmm.
2: Yep. Your feelings don't negate no no. no, no. How you
0: doing 1987? Yeah. 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 And then this
2: episode. Your feelings and impulses don't
1: negate the agency of the person.
0: No. Correct. No. If we take away anything from Beverly Hills teens, it ought to be that.
1: (laughs) Well, speaking of things that suck, uh, it's also these incredible vacuum cleaners that uh, three of our three of our um, teen heroes show up with saying they're gonna do be you mean ghost the ghost dusters, dusters?
2: yeah <laughs> the ghost dusters, and they just
1: are supernaturally powered vacuum cleaners that start mm-hmm. to rip up the entire room
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah including
2: that priceless uh suit of armor <laughs> yeah, just, with tits
0: just yeah. got sucked <laughs> up And yeah. white
1: privilege they just come in and destroy an old place mm-hmm. yeah just ah, it's just full of old up dusties. old yeah um, <laughs> they suck up a lot of that old Dusty. <laughs> and then the end of this episode
0: makes no sense because like I said, it's all it's mouse. mouse shadows and the mouse inexplicably without a discernible lowing low light source or anything mm-hmm, somehow mm-hmm. casts a giant ceiling tall shadow that looks exactly like Count de la Mancha cackling wearing a hat and a cape and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and then we just sort of zoom in and it's just a mouse making the shadow and he's laughing and then the episode is over and i don't know what we're supposed to take from that
2: i'm more more afraid
1: of that mouse
2: i know the mouse is a little bit diabolical and also it's presumed that the mouse actually was the one making those sounds
0: yes yeah which it's,
2: is a little unsettling. But I do want to say that the mouse is a uh, continuously recurring character in the spinoff of the Balloon Kid with Dead Eyes.
1: That mouse is now a member of SAG-AFTRA, actually. <laughs> it's yeah, a actually, of yeah, this was, this,
2: was his, this was his union breakout. Yeah.
1: Hey, Amalia. Hey, Austin. Amalia, I am overjoyed. To hear about these, this, these sponsor. These. (laughs) I want to hear about these sponsor that you have Mm -hmm. for me, uh, that uh, you're bringing to the show. Uh, Can you tell us about Frustrating Clocks?
2: Yeah, I can tell you about Frustrating Clocks. Um, Frustrating Clocks is an awesome app um, that uh, if you are a sufferer or perhaps enjoyer like me of extremely heavy sleep, very, just inordinately <laughs> heavy sleep, and also difficulty waking up in the morning. Um, Frustrating Clocks is an app game slash wake-up call uh, that you can set on your phone, and every morning it makes you uh, solve a <laughs> solve a logic problem, Um, Or uh, You know Some sort of like Spatial problem Like on the SATs Like you know You have to figure out Like how things fit Three dimensionally together Um, Or historical trivia I mean there's any number Of different (laughs) things Like you wake up First thing in the the morning It's
0: like a train Leaves San Francisco Exactly
2: No exactly This is what I'm saying Um, And all (laughs) the while um, There is a vast array Of very frustrating Sounds happening So yeah So until you get the um, series of questions correct all of them point for point um, you got sounds like sirens going out classic sirens um, you got like oh you know like air horns like in a music video yeah 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 you got Vangabus? like
1: is Vangabus
2: one of them <laughs> Vangabus is definitely on
3: Jet there Jeff Fox um, jokes
2: the... <laughs> yeah you might be a redneck joke <laughs> Um uh, really frustrating uh, Just, there's just, (laughs) just the intro of of Smash Mouth's (laughs) All-Star. There's there's, uh, the Fran Drescher laugh is mixed in there. And all of these sounds, you know, so none of these things are, uh, none of these things are just a a one-layer sound. They're all layered together. Anyway, there's a very, there's a very frustrating cacophony of noises that (laughs) is the backdrop to your... Solving these problems in order to make your phone stop being so frustrating. (laughs) God
0: damn it, I am just trying to write a book report on fucking Black Beauty over here.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Because I need to turn the sound off. The app is called Frustrating Clocks. (laughs) Uh, You can get it in the App Store. Um, You can use special code SATMORN2. That's S-A-T-M-O-R-N-T-U-E. And get a little bit of a discount. Frustrating Clocks.
1: That's so great! Thank you so much, Amalia.
2: Oh, you're, I'm happy to be here.
1: You just know, like waking up in the morning, you're so tired. Like you've got to catch a flight, and you hear like, "Well, you might be a Somebody redneck." Somebody to tell me the worst. A <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, train has left Albuquerque. The, <laughs> the
1: finger yeah. bus is coming.
2: <laughs> Frustrating clocks. Thank you.
1: Hey, welcome back, our cool teens. Uh, us, us cool teens. Those of us who are still alive uh, this far into a watch of Beverly Hills Teens. That's uh, cool
3: teens. We
1: we got to talk about our third episode. Please. We just gotta. We gotta end the suffering. We gotta just like close the wound. Uh, Bring us home. And we watched episode thirty nine, which is "Hold the Anchovies," and that is. Uh, the synopsis goes. Yeah. Give it. Yeah. Uh, Lark, <laughs> Lark and Bianca lead competing teams for the Big Wiz Kids Pizza Biz contest <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> to win a forty foot yacht and a week long vacation in Tahiti.
2: Wait, they win the yacht? Oh, they w- I thought they, they just go on a vacation on the, no, yacht. No, on the no. yacht and
1: then they get to take it home. It says, and then they keep the this yacht.
2: Is,
0: this yes. is the line. It says, and first prize is a week in Tahiti aboard a forty foot yacht that the winners get to keep as a souvenir.
2: Uh, okay, I missed that one.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. What if
2: they don't live? What if they don't live on waterfront? Anyway, please keep
0: going. No, I Which just, I just love the idea of being so lavishly fucking opulent that you can take a yacht as a souvenir.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. That's how gross this show is.
0: It's like a keychain or a means. T-shirt, <laughs> but it's a boat.
1: Teens with me. <laughs> this is the let the meat cake as an entire. You know, 65-episode TV series. show.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, yeah. Also, like, how are any of us going to stand a chance when our, like, image of cool teens <laughs> as children was you get to spend a week in Tahiti and then take a yacht home because you made pizza good?
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have a lot of questions about this contest. Uh, mm-hmm. But first off... Like,
3: from a, from a
0: big picture view, this episode, we've got the contest. So it's another contest episode, right? Because these yeah, teens are contest. never having fun unless they're constantly competing with each other. <laughs>
2: unless they're competing against each for other. For
0: very but, arbitrary yeah. things. Now...
2: It's a real rat race.
0: Uh, Brenda uh, Switchboard...
1: Switchboard is. Call her by her Christian name, Switchboard.
0: <laughs> Switchboard. <laughs> Switchboard is wearing like the 80s equivalent of a GoPro strapped to her head. She's got a helmet with mm-hmm. a full on video camera inside, and she looks like a weird reporter space woman. But, yeah, she
1: kind of looks like a Hello Kitty version of Master Chief. Yeah. Oh my god. Ooh, yes. Yeah. A <laughs> 100% yes.
0: And like she it. is sort of making like a docu film like a like I guess kind of like a documentary. She's covering the whole
1: contest. Because there are no ador- mm-hmm. adults and she's the only reporter.
0: Right.
2: Switchboard also Switchboard is very want to come in and be like that's my story. Like that's my angle. This she is also it. Shows but up she's in impossible only writing places. Yeah, she does, but she's like, oh, like like snorkeling in the hot tub, listening in on their private conversation. Anyway, I'm just no
1: thinking. shit. She came um, out of an oven. She came out of a hot pizza oven. <laughs> she did come out of a hot a pizza scoop. Oven,
2: yeah. looking for the scoop. Is but she also an interdimensional
1: like, being? That's all. Okay. To like
2: ask. what? Like what does she write for? Like wh- who are these readers? Who is this readership base that cares about gossip between the she and her pores, friend group? Probably the poor's
0: yeah
1: the, it's the, really? okay, the ones I'm who sorry. are going to guillotine she, all these kids she writes later. for the pores i Gazette. don't know why i didn't <laughs> i don't know why i didn't assume that automatically he writes for poor richard's almanac yeah okay
0: <laughs> so she's covering the contest and then at random at the front of this episode the front the front chunk that's what we say in the tv biz tell me tell, yeah, tell me about chunk. the front chunk uh, these <laughs> teams are chosen at random. And here's my first question that maybe you also have. Out had. of like
2: a bingo machine. Uh, like a bingo ball. Yeah.
0: It, popper very thing. like that. Uh they mentioned that this is like a national contest, but there would be two teams from Beverly Hills, but then it seems like it's just Beverly Hills competing and not national. They're
2: Yeah. They're also they're also competing to open the first pizza joint on Rodeo Drive. Yeah, I find oh, that hard to and believe.
3: Also, I find that hard
2: to believe that in 1987 there would not be a single pizza joint on Rodeo Drive. Let's
1: not forget that the real beginning of this episode is a jewelry store getting demolished. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a backhoe that is shoveling gems and necklaces by the, by the bucket the <laughs> You're Destroying right. Destroying this place down to rubble so that they can oh, make a pizza God. store that it's, some teenagers are going to run. Yeah, it's
0: not even a real pizza done store. It mm-hmm. It's an experiment store for a teen contest. It's, yeah,
2: it's not like, real. I don't know where this investment capital came from but Right? They
0: all had large budgets. It's like I'm so, yeah. I'm sorry, you know, K jeweler or whatever local equivalent there might be. I'm sorry old man who's been running this store for his yeah, entire life. Yeah, just like life. mom and
1: pop. This mom, mom, and, pop. mom and pop gemologist <laughs> shop. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm sorry, please. but we have to make way for these teens to have a for, romp.
1: No, say say the name of the contest, please.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, but the good people at the Big Whiz Kids need their Pizza Biz contest to move in, <laughs> and it's a it's 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 not about you. It's just that this is a really good lot, and no one buys jewels, at least not your jewels. Apparently, money is free. <laughs> do
2: you guys do you guys think that that was like a subtle jab at the animation team for Gem and the Holograms?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if we want to get big picture here, I think this entire show is a not subtle jab at how shitty the '80s are as we reach the end of the '80s. I think that Truth. I think the show is like, <laughs> aren't we all just incredibly superficial this decade? How fun is this <laughs> been? Reached-
1: Peak this materialism. The, this is the fall of Rome with the Reagan era, right? <laughs> like this is
2: <laughs> all empires fall. Yeah, I mean, you right. you
0: can't design a character like Jet and give her that hair and not be also making fun of that hair and that life. I think that yeah, th- yeah it's true. This whole show is definitely also that hair
2: gets wet. They all have. Uh, I'm just gonna interject. Okay, get it. That as they're in the car hot tub. <laughs> All the girls have like the bottom third of their hair in the water. Yeah, what's with that? And that is unrealistic. I care deeply about verisimilitude
1: and that scene was lacking yeah, in it. Also, it. that car is going to go over a couple bumps. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Especially with no adults maintaining the
0: infrastructure of this dystopian Beverly Hills. Oh my god. Right. Location. Well, so the teams get chosen here.
1: Yeah, we need to we need chosen, to just hey? like Iron out what this contest is about.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they're making, it's like a business plan contest almost, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. For
2: the first pizza joint on Rodeo. Yeah,
0: they're they're, they're supposed to make a good pizza joint. I suppose that the winner is in like revenue or sales or whatever the hell it is. And they're basically given carte blanche to do whatever they want. Except, as we find out later, they can't go over budget. Go over budget. So presumably there is a set lavish budget for this pizza joint that somehow they exceed. And then they also have to somehow not violate the health code.
1: Yeah, it's like right. a Top Chef episode or something. You know, it's like a Top Chef challenge. Um, except these aren't qualified people.
0: Yeah. No,
2: not at Top all. Top Chef. Also, has there ever been a kid's version called Tot Chef? Oh, oh, fuck. That's why you
1: should be in charge, Amalia. That's oh, real good.
2: Tot Chef. I'm running this bitch. I would watch Tot Chef.
1: Oh, yeah. I, you, you watch Chop Jr. I would also
2: watch that Master if it chef were like Junior. a... If, <laughs> Master Chef Jr. I would also watch Tot Chef if it were like a late night, like... Uh, like stoner food. Oh, it's
0: all tots and things you oh. can make with so t- like tots. It's all tots. Okay, did just you like try mashing t- them up
1: real hard, putting di- ketchup on them. In okay. In different okay, configurations. But tonight, yeah. I'm going to be making
0: chicken a la tot cordon bleu. <laughs> yes, it's just tots yes. mashed on top of chicken. I think it's going to turn out real good. And then he falls asleep. That's so
2: fucking high. <laughs> Okay, so it's like tachos, but we're doing like a tatsadilla, right? So you got to mash them up and make them into like a, what's a fucking, like fritter? It's a a
1: frittata.
2: Okay, Tot Chef needs to
0: have. I agree. Okay. Both of them. We've come up with a lot of Both better of shows than Beverly Hills Teens today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Whoa! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Beverly Hills Teens is a masterpiece, and I will not hear you speak elephant.
1: <laughs> Look, I will be. I will be here all night until I can figure out what this contest is all about. Though. Yes. They they pick it's, it's a national competition. Yeah. But but uh-huh. Beverly Hills is representing the entire nation. But it's you not. Know, it's so emblematic.
0: It's not merit-based because. because they just pull names for the teams out of the hat or out of a right. Thing. They pick.
1: They pick out of twelve teenagers on a beach, um, who who are the <laughs> ones who are going to be worthy of getting all of this money and running a, a pizza establishment. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the business model?
0: I think that there is some serious. Uh, there are some serious lessons to be learned by watching these children fail at making a business. Uh, I think yeah. they do learn a lot uh, about what not to do. And I don't disagree. They uh, they do a lot of terrible things over the course of this episode. Uh
2: <laughs> they do a lot of terrible
0: it's, things. It's really not good. It's really not none of their ideas are good. We meet a new character. His name is Buck. What's his last <laughs> yeah. name? Buck Huckster. Buck Huckster.
1: Buck Huckster. And got, Buck Huckster is a real troublesome
0: teen. Yeah, he's got giant shades. What do you call those sort of shades? The ones that just sort of don't stop There's in like, the middle? They're like all one eye. Yeah, they just like I don't. I don't even yeah, know what I you call know. them because you ha- you can't buy them anymore because they're, they're 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 illegal. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> too, they're too <laughs> cyberpunk
3: for modern
0: <laughs> you guys, civilization. He may
2: have. We don't know that he didn't just come out of cataract surgery. Let's have a little <laughs> bit of sensitivity. We don't
0: know that. That's true. We don't know that. Buck.
2: We don't have a lot of backstory on Buck Huxley.
0: (laughs) Buck fancies himself a marketing guru. And he comes up with a lot of ideas. (laughs) One of them is that he he says that they're going to use Air Force One to drag a sky (laughs) banner. (laughs) They're
2: going to charter. They're going to (laughs) charter Air Force One. (laughs) I
0: I mean, and and yet with that idea, I don't know that he went through with it, but they did talk about doing it. Uh, it's not until later in the episode that they go over budget. So I don't know how much chartering Air Force One costs,
1: but maybe maybe they got a deal They dipped into their private kitty. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's well, yeah, also- but I mean,
2: they got they got DQ'd. Oh, Buck Huxley and his private kitty. I feel like <laughs> that's another spin.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so there is a really great line with uh, Bianca and Buck Huxley. And where mm-hmm. he's oh, like, oh, we'd be millionaires with this plan. And then <laughs> Bianca, who in this episode is voiced by uh, our Sailor Moon voice yes. actress.
0: Yes, she is. Because I oh, guess she cool. changed. Terry Hawks. Uh, uh, Terry, Terry Hawks, Hawks sort of took yeah. over for a few episodes uh, from the normal Bianca voice actor. So it's nice to get her in here. Uh, yeah. Sort of a
1: little <laughs> little really DNA. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, she says, but Buck, we are millionaires. <laughs> L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L. <laughs> L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L. And that's LOL, a perfect encapsulation of why I don't care about the show and yes. anybody in the show because there's no stakes. No. They lose. Swivel
2: in chair. There's still millions.
1: There's no yeah. like starry <laughs> eye orphan. There's not, at least not that we see. No. Um, they're not worth. <laughs>
2: More on that later. Yeah.
1: They're not worth illustrating. And so there's no stakes. And, and that.
2: There's zero steaks. And no. while
0: there may not be steaks, there are pizzas. <laughs> yes. ah, yeah, speaking of
1: weird <laughs> toppings on a pizza,
0: I, uh, I would like to point so, out that this predates the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode where they put a bunch of weird shit on a pizza by one month. Wow. So these guys really? did it first. The, they who?
2: did okay so yeah at one point Chester is inventing pizzas he's got like a dessert pizza he's got egg food young pizza algorithm. PB&J <laughs> yeah exactly um, I just would like to point out that Chester invented pa- California Pizza Kitchen oh, oh man that's true that's Chester just point. invented CPK in that scene
3: holy shit he <laughs> super did <Yeah.
2: laughs> I hope that CPK is paying royalties to Chester <laughs>
0: I mean, it was I mean, it's secretly he'll just get
1: him a sex robot.
2: Let's <laughs> get him a sex robot. Just chip in for his sex robot
1: fund.
0: That's all he ever really wanted. In, yeah, in the and end, later
1: he'll star in Lars and the real girl later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I would I would boost the signal on that Kickstarter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, get this kid his dream. <laughs> um.
2: Yo, listen, this kid deserves uh, it. Uh,
0: we should we should really quickly <laughs> say the teams, Uh, the teams that end up happening. Yeah. Uh, Lark leads Team A and she's got Radley and Chester. Uh, A team. A team, and then B team is Bianca, and she leads it, and she's got Buck Huckster and Wilshire.
2: A, yep. Uh,
0: classic. It's super classic.
2: Classic pairing. Uh, what are the odds?
0: Really high. Very, 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 very <laughs> they're high. Very,
2: they're significant. Um, significant.
0: Um. And so they uh, they fail. They're terrible. Team B team is uh, eliminated before the eleven minute break. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm like mm-hmm. before the middle of the episode commercial break they're done they've been disqualified for going over budget and violating the health code because yeah, they, they don't know what they're blimps.
1: doing blimps. They...
2: they bought too many blimps they got too many
1: blimps one turns they, out one was they've... too many <laughs>
2: They flew that. No, they're holding a lot of strings. I mean, I think the illusion is that they have oh, sure. five or six going up there. But, you know, we only care about the dead-eyed ventriloquist kid that yeah. flies away.
1: I just don't know what's going on with this character design. It's supposed to be a <laughs> oh one-off God. little boy that we just don't pay any notice to. But he's got these... And also, big, he's got those eyes. Yeah, these dead eyes, these big freckled cheeks. <laughs> if like, they
2: didn't expect that to haunt my nightmares and raise every question I could have, yeah, then... They did not do their jobs.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, so normally we like to pick a fun image from from episodes to to like promote our <laughs> each episode of our show. That's the, that's I'm the not ticket. saying there's a guarantee that that child is going to be there, but he might be.
0: <laughs> I'll take that into consideration. The thing that I liked about this episode uh, that I also hated is that they thought that Chester really needed a little bit of extra pizzazz. And so they've given him a robot buddy. Yeah. yeah, And so, a <laughs> little talking robot. And I hate him. I hate this. I hate this thing. It's terrible. But it led to my favorite line of the entire night. Uh,
2: More than yes, looks like the horse laugh is on yes. us.
0: <laughs> because they, he, like, he shows up like later in the episode with this robot, and he's reprogrammed it to like clean up their shop, and they're like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" And he starts cleaning yes. up, and he yes. p- he picks yes. up the cat. He picks up Lark's cat Tiara and he's about to yeah. throw the cat away and Chester is immediately like, "No, no, no. How many times must I tell you? Not if it's breathing."
3: With the <laughs>
0: and that's the scariest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. "Not if it's breathing." Like
2: Not if it's breathing. But then the robot has some re- has some retort of like, "What about me? I'm only human or whatever." Yes. Like it in one in one exchange This show suggests the Singularity.
1: It's so fucking freaky.
0: But like, maybe this robot thinks he's human. Maybe it was once a human, and now it's like, you know, a heart trapped inside there beating, but it's like a a robot body. And he's frequently, accidentally, maybe successfully in the past, trying to kill living things, and Chester's had to lay down a ground rule and said, no, if it's breathing, don't kill it
2: new rules that's scary
0: as <laughs> yeah. fuck no, that's and true. i love it maybe
2: this is maybe this is sex robot 1.0 <laughs> oh no
0: oh, yeah right yeah <gasps> oh god he's got a long way to go
1: <laughs> you know you know what's another fun thing is is when we were watching kid video uh we we saw some episodes from season 1 and then we saw an episode from season 2 and late in season 2 they gave the nerd science kid uh a robot later yep they were like he needs he needs a friend Let's give he him a, 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 you know, a weird slapstick robot that he can talk to. And the same exact thing happened, you know, like late in the series for Jester. Yeah. Um, and it's it's sort of an interesting trope that they're. They're going back to this well of like,
0: well, you can't redeem the nerd. You can't act like a nerd could ever not be a nerd and then maybe somehow have some social adroitness and have a friend. Like the right. the nerd can't grow. The nerd is an object of ridicule. You have to keep them in their corner and give them robots to act like their friends and people.
2: Right. Sure. Right. You yeah. Know? Which is why, which is why Wilshire
0: will never. Oh no, no. Wilshire, no. find his way. Wilshire, that that, <laughs> that bellboy outfit may as well be his skin.
2: Oh my god. Wilshire. I like my heart goes out for escape. He, he's he will like not, not in the pizza one very much, but No, he's stuck in it. Oh my god. Like he's in this like just abusive loop with Oh my
1: god. Yeah. Ugh, so tragic. Well, we need to we need to just sort would of you, you, wrap yeah. this up because because we have our second team. Yeah, they and right. they're clearly
0: better at all things. They're
1: clearly better. Yeah,
0: yeah. They uh, clean
1: up the they take over the old building i guess were they waiting for the other team to fail before they take over the building (laughs) i don't know did they not have their own business and they were just supposed (laughs) to like wait and then tag in later and try their own i don't understand but they clean up the old restaurant and put their own logos on them and then they make all these pizzas
0: and they're apparently really good even though one is just a hot dog (laughs) that's wrapped in a pizza
1: Whoa, tell me you would not
2: eat a hot dog wrapped in a pizza. In a New
0: York minute. That's
2: going on, Tot I would
0: eat that immediately. We need to make a tasty video for that right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's classic tasty video. Isn't that just and then uh, we
2: dribble, cheesy blasters and then we like. From Rock? And then we dribble like Sriracha frosting on the top of it. <laughs> that one's a tasty thing. Oh, video. hell yeah. No,
1: wait, wasn't. No, cheesy blasters from 30 Rock was you take a hot dog, roll it in some jack cheese, stuff it in a pizza. You got cheesy blasters. <laughs> Liz Lemon already I, got You know
2: there. what? I'm sorry. I don't remember that, but I will never refute
0: you. No, on. of course not.
2: That reference. Uh, yeah, that's so good.
0: And so they uh they do very choice. well. It's all it's they do. It's all a well. good thing.
2: They also And Bianca gets they deliver the pizzas, uh they deliver pizzas via hang glider.
1: Yeah, Ugh. they're stuck in traffic and I guess there's now a there's a time cutoff or something, yeah, or they'll never a... deliver the they'll never deliver those pizzas in time for what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have no <laughs> goals. It's not like, oh, you've got to reach a million dollars in sales or you've got to like hit the cap or they don't There was no timeline. Everything like that, is completely amorphous. We have to deliver
0: these pizzas mm-hmm. until the big Big Papa whiz Kid doesn't get bored. <laughs> <laughs> big Daddy yep. whiz Kids only only, pay- you know, going to pay us this in yachts if he's constantly entertained.
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> right. Oh, and also we Bianca is yachts. scheming behind the scenes trying to take them down. If I can't get the prize, nobody can. Yeah, classic. Right? Yeah, yeah, classic. So they call that. in a prank order for uh for two hundred pizzas <laughs> at a at a specific building, and they're like, "This'll get them."
2: Wait, do you remember the address? I didn't write it All down. I remember is that the bill is that the 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 street Blue Blood. is Blue Blood Way. Yeah. Blue
1: Blood Way.
2: Okay, and it turns out. That when they get to that address, which is a real place, it's kind of this ramshackle building, which turns out to be the local orphanage. (laughs) Yeah. Now, (laughs) Uh I want to know who these kids are, A of all, who have fewer parents
3: (laughs) than any of our heroes.
2: (laughs) Let's do a hand count. Who's got parents? Let's count the parents. (laughs) B of all. The Beverly Hills orphanage, like I They even can't even the afford 80-
1: windows, Amalia. They, can't, they have diagonal slats across the part. window.
2: And then they were like, well, it's fine. We'll just leave these here. I'm sure the kids will gobble them up. And then they leave them on the porch and then what? Just like knock and run? <laughs> yeah, they
3: just sort of speed we off never into the see,
2: night. We never see these kids. There's reference to children that are less well, privileged well, than our that's heroes. That's the thing. But.
0: This is all balancing on an incredibly tight fulcrum here. If you show a child of maybe the similar age, like a high school kid, who's not fucking wealthy, the whole premise falls apart. We start feeling for these kids and vilifying the rich ones. We can't see. Right. That's a good point. That's a good point.
2: They have to exist in a vacuum. They have to be ghost dusters. They start questioning
1: their existence Westworld style. You can't shatter this. That's a really good point. They have to be ghost dusters. This ramshackle hut contains Schrodinger's
0: <laughs> orphans that have right <laughs> to exist, but we cannot observe them. For fear that this world will collapse. (laughs) Right.
2: Also like I also they have like this place is like up on a cliff, sort of. They have like a view of the wild like I'm sure that they can see the Teen Club Castle
1: Uh, from where they are. And just
2: like look out over all of the things that they don't have, like windows.
1: Yeah, and the things that the teens own and don't use. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> the well,
2: Beverly Hills Orphanage on Blue Blood Way. Now
0: that is a spin-off that I want. I want to find out what these orphanage, these orphans do when they're like, oh shit! Right. All the Beverly Hills teens went off on a skiing adventure, and their private beach is empty. Let's sneak in, and then they go and they just like <laughs> you know take her, like joyrides on all their jet skis and live live the high mm-hmm. life, and then you know
1: somebody drowns in the hot tub. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's all fun and games until someone drowns in the hot tub limo. Someone
2: drowns in the hot tub limo. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. Those poor now, blue
0: blood the very, orphans. The very so end of this episode the is end. the most yes. capitalist thing in the world. It's incredible. This
2: whole show is the most capitalist thing. Because
0: yeah. apparently, by donating the pizzas to the orphanage, who could not pay, <laughs> they have right. created a giant tax
1: write-off. So. <laughs> By the law, of... It's so not first, about altruism. First they think that they've lost. Yeah, they, that nobody won because I guess they didn't sell enough to reach some sort of unmentioned limit. Yeah. of pizzas that they were supposed to get right. to
2: by some unmentioned time mm-hmm. limit. Right.
1: And then the the test proctor or the the contest host comes in and she's like, "Well, actually, all those pizzas you <laughs> gave to the orphans counts as a charitable donation," and by schedule. By uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you file the right <laughs> forms, you know, you've qualified for a huge tax yeah. write-off. This is And that yeah. means you win. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because that is real. That's real. Yeah. Because for rich people, finding no. a tax loophole is winning.
2: Yes. Yeah, no, that's true. But also, like, no this is a kids' show. You would think that it might be like you did such a great deed. You didn't yeah. win the yacht,
1: but that's you not what so, matters.
2: Yeah, you didn't win the yacht, but you won the friendship contest. Like you, you won the good person contest. But this is like no way. You gamed the system, I, Reagan
0: baby. I have a yacht,
1: <laughs> Reagan baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope you. I hope you oh, like Tahiti because you're about to be in it.
1: Yeah. Hey. And those orphans got some free pizza. So what? What can they complain about?
2: <laughs> I got turned out free pizza.
1: But yeah, those 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 good for nothing orphans didn't have to work and they got handout pizza handouts. Oh
3: my god.
0: Okay, what did we watch today? What the fuck was everything that we just I don't This is incredible. I don't know how to process. It was amazing.
2: Is this still part of the show? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Hello, listeners.
0: Yeah, we're back. (laughs) We're back for our little our little our little tiny goodbye outro. I wasn't I wanna... sure
2: I was going to start making fun of them behind their backs.
1: No, don't you dare. They'll hate that.
2: Beverly Hills teen
1: style.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just a no, I think, I think our, uh, our several listeners enjoy when we make fun of them in front <laughs> yeah. of them. Uh, yeah. So feel free. Feel free to attack. You know, I think there was a lot to be learned here that was not learned by anyone on the show. I think, right. I think there was yes. the opportunity about 13 times for a lesson that was helpful. And then At the least, only yeah. thing that happened was that the rich got richer. And then they went to bed and woke up the next day with no parents and all the fun time
1: summer.
2: And yeah. sex robots.
1: And sex and robots. potentially some sex robots. <laughs> God. Yeah, man. And inflatable yeah. electric guitar surfboards. These teens are... are Witness to their own destruction. Teens with means. And
0: I want to revisit what you said at the very beginning of this episode, Austin. This show was conceived as something where they wanted role models and fully (laughs) formed characters Rich uh, character. Rich characters. Rich characters. When when asked <laughs> check when, got it when asked if when rich Colbert or Colbert I don't know how that man pronounces his last name president of Access Syndicate when he was asked if these rich ass kids would be the best examples for our modern 1987 children he said well. They may be rather more wealthy than most teenagers, but they have typical teenagers' problems. And the important thing is that they are fully realized personalities. <laughs> Did they get there? No. I think you should be the judge. I think. I... Let the free market decide. <laughs> Amalia? yeah..:
2: Yes, darling. Yeah. Thank
0: you for joining us. This was Thank you oh my gosh. so much. Absurdly Thank
2: you fun. for having me. Oh my gosh. Anytime. I'm going to watch the rest of the series, I'll report back.
1: <laughs> oh my god wow yeah you definitely can come back and tell us about that
2: <laughs> oh my God, i'm just gonna be like rocking back and forth in a fetal position and i'm gonna have like dead eyes like the zeppelin kid
1: <laughs> yeah actually yeah we we would love to have you back at some point <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna have to do that and maybe a different show Fair but, enough.
0: but yeah uh I, we're we're, yeah. we're happy that you were here to sort of uh kind of not by not not planned but you did end up sort of filling in for rory Uh, who we hope feels better. Uh, We love you. And uh, I hope he (laughs) likes this episode. We'll see if he even (laughs) listens to it, unless it hurts too much.
1: Um, But yeah. Yeah, Molly, if you have anything left to pitch, uh, book club... If you're yeah. winning you at the Pocket Theater in Seattle.
2: Uh, So I am part of Comedy Duo Book Club um, with Allison Laura's friend of the show. Um, and we have, and the show. A, we have a monthly standing gig at the Pocket Theater in Greenwood, Seattle. Um, and our next upcoming gig is on Friday, July 29th at 10 p.m. You can catch us there. You can also catch us on all major social media at Book Club S.E.A.
1: Go do it. You know you wanna.
0: I believe you content. meant Friday, June 29th, correct?
2: No, July 29th.
0: Oh, they're... we're gonna
2: have a we're gonna have a June show elsewhere. Oh
0: shit! Well, Friday, it, 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 Friday is the 27th of July. What? So I don't know what the I don't know if you're calendaring <laughs> wait, wrong. Wait,
1: wait, we'll say go look, go check them out on social media where they have corrected. No, dates we need to settle this.
2: Shows. No, <laughs> July 29th. June 29th, July first is the Sunday on that same page. Ah! <laughs> I use an analog calendar. This is it.
0: Ooh, we got a we got a rare a rare uh, sound effect on this show. June
2: 29th. Do you want more sound effects?
0: Yes. Hang on. Please. Let me
2: let me let me put in my door
0: code. Boop, boop,
2: boop, boop, boop,
0: <laughs> You're back in it's the spot. It's even better. The back second the time. spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna uh, go
2: back to the spot.
1: Thanks so much for having me. Fuck yeah.
0: Uh love you. And now we gotta we gotta end the show the same way we always do every week.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, that that solo responsibility is down to me to end the show the way that we say the thing we always say, and that thing we always say is uh butter 'em up on the side of the others. But i remember on the side of the other
0: <laughs> friends. Everybody, you heard it here. <laughs> thanks for listening. Peace out.
2: Bye. Bye.
4: Hey there, wonderful, wonderful childrens, wonderful little baby beautifuls. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Saturday morning Tuesdays this week. If you guys dig what we are putting in that ground, if you're digging up what we're burying, then maybe you can go hit us up on the iTunes, the Instagrams, the Facebookeries. You know, if you want to do all those places, you can do those places. If you want to do some of those places, do some of those places. Find us wherever we live on Tweetsters or MySpace and go slam on some like buttons. Push push those subscribes. Do, do a Best Friends cast. And let us know how you feel about um, those doing those kisses on us. This week's special of Beverly Hills Teens with Amalia Larson was brought to you by Sharkbox and Frustrating Clocks. So if you dig those things, go buy them up. Go snatch them right on up. Next week, we're coming back to you with a normal episode, which means episode three of Cyber Six and Cowboys of Moon Mesa. Oh, apologies. We did episode three in the Westworld special, so we have skipped ahead. So three of Cyber Six, four of Cowboys of Moon Mesa, and 25 of Sailor Moon. Thanks for jamming with us, and put that jam onto some bread and eat it up, and, and we'll be friends, and it will be great.